Well, greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's always a pleasure to have you on the program, His Word, where we read the Word of God. I'm Tim Gostube, and I love the Lord God Almighty. Today we are taking a very special and very important session or topic, which is forgiveness. Forgiveness is one of the things that we are required to do as Christians. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 12, which is our core verse today, we need to, when we seek God for forgiveness, we should have done it before. I believe today's message will change your perception about uh, uh, forgiveness and you, actually, you have to actually act on how to forgive or you have to act in forgiving those who hurt you. Be blessed. So let us read the Bible in the book of Matthew chapter 6. We'll be taking it from verse, it's just verse 12, and then we will read other Bible text. But let us read Matthew chapter 6 verse 12. The title of the message today is Forgiveness. I titled it as Forgiveness According to Matthew. We will get to know why it's different. If you can read Matthew 6 verse 12, the Bible says, it's the Lord's Prayer, it's the fifth part of it, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Amen. One of the most successful businesses that we have today or that we see today is the credit business or the lending business. If you talk about banks, banks exist because they, they loan money to people. That's why they are frustrated if people don't take loans. Banks cannot make it if you, people can just say, we are not taking loans. I mean, all the big banks that you see can close. No mortgage loan, no car loans, no personal loan, no credit card those institutions can close. If we can talk about the credit card business, it is one of the biggest uh, uh, financial uh, instruments that is there. It's talking about uh, 524.9 million US dollars in terms of the value that is in 2022, and it's anticipated that it will rise by 8.8% to 1.2 trillion US dollars in 2032. So it is a big business to lend money. And they make sure that if you fail to pay their money, you get, the, you get to pay one way or the other. If it's not the insurance, they are going to follow you until you pay. If you are purchasing a car and you fail to pay, they will follow you. The other thing I experienced in my life, at some point in time I was renting in town as office space. You would pay rent every monthly, monthly that's the norm. But what I didn't like about this system was that they had a system, the estate agent would send to you each and every month how much you owe or how much you have paid. What I didn't like, at some point in time, business was good. I was paying on time, sometimes ahead in my rent. But what I didn't like about their statement when they send it to you, it will always show that you are owing. And when you ask, why? Because I just paid last week or just paid today. No, uh, the system like it, 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 it enters the, the monthly payments on the 10th of the month. So in other words, you are always made to feel that you don't own this place. That's what they, they put it in your mind through the statement. This is not your place. So a debt is something that does not make you feel comfortable. 
Now, I want to come to the subject of uh, forgiveness because we're talking about forgiveness. What is forgiveness? It's, it's when you stop feeling angry about someone or for what they have done to you. It may be something that hurt you. You may feel angry at first maybe when they do whatever they are doing to you and then forgiving is to let go. You're saying, my anger, I put it aside. And all the bitterness and the indignation, you put it aside and you decide to cancel whatever was there. That is forgiveness. We will talk about it in details, how, why it relates to what we are talking about, to letting go. Now, I want to talk about this verse that we read, the issue of debt. Matthew is talking about a debt, saying, forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. This very same verse has been recorded, or the Lord's Prayer is recorded by Matthew, by Luke, I'm sorry. But Luke says, forgive us our sin as we forgive those who, tra who transgress against us. But I like the version of Matthew. That's what we will focus in. What is Matthew saying? What is important to understand the, the worldview of Matthew is to go back in the time he wrote this. What was the common thing that made him to write, forgive us our debt? Because if you look at it, debt, where does it come into play in this whole thing? Because Luke is direct, forgive us our sins. But uh, Matthew says, forgive us our debt. Now, I want us to go back to the time he wrote because that will give you the, fee, the clear understanding of what he was talking about. There's quite a lot that theologians are saying about this, but I, want, uh, I liked this kind of a concept that they, 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 they brought into play. This is where in the time people were in debt at that time. There was a lot of rich people who borrowed money to the poor or to the needy. And these people were agar agri uh, agrarian people, people who, who, believed, who, who depended on agriculture then. So these people sometimes they put drought and they wouldn't be able to pay back the loan or to pay back whatever amount they were owing. So they would feel indebted to these rich people. So people were, tending, were, were taking loans and they were really, really feeling the heaviness of a debt. We go further in that when... Because at that time there was the law of Moses. If you read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 1 to 3, it talks about uh, forgetting or cancelling debt on the Sabbath year, which is the seventh year. They would cancel all the debt. So the rich people thought about this thing. What can we do that we escape this Sabbath year? Because in the Sabbath year we forfeit all the money that we have borrowed to the people, we have given to the people. So they, they felt, no, let's change it. So they could change the personal loan now to a public loan. They called it a prosper. So when it was a prosper, even if the, this year would come, the, the Sabbath year, you still have to pay the loan. So the debt would, say, it would stand regardless of the law of Moses. It would go over what they had said in terms of the laws of Moses. So it was heavy on the people. You had to pay back the loan and pay the interest. So it was a heavy situation. So these were people who were in debt not because they liked. They needed the money and debt was heavy on them. These people, they wanted their money. If I can talk about this, they had these loans that they have 
heard from the people. They also had the Roman Empire that required them to pay taxes. And there was also the temple tax. So think about that. You have to pay. You are just in debt. If it comes to a further uh, degree, you would be made a slave. So it was a very, very difficult situation. You always felt the pain of being in debt. Now, Matthew is writing from that perspective that these people are in debt and they, they feel it is so heavy they cannot do anything outside this debt. They are so much in debt. Now, I want now to bring it to the issue of forgiveness. How does it come into play? You are heavy into debt. And if you can talk to be specific or to be frank, owing someone or be, to be in debt really frustrates you. It makes you heavy. And you feel very, very heavy. And these people, they could, there was nothing that they could do. And that made their life very, very difficult. So when, when, when Matthew is saying, God, forgive us our sins or our debts, it means, God, if you can forgive, if you can remove this thing that we fail to remove from us, if you can remove it, God, it can help us. Now, if we can read the Bible in the book of Matthew, chapter 22 to uh, chapter 18, from verse 22 to verse 35, we find a, a, a man who, who is owing the master. So he's owing him some money. When the master actually now forces him or presses him that I need the money, he was choking him, he was able to plead with him until he forgave him. But the very same person, after understanding that he, had, he got mercy from the servant, when he saw someone who owed him, he was very rude to him and so cruel to him. And this when the master had it didn't please him. So it is bringing now the understanding of the issue of debt because it says in verse 35, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brothers and sisters. What is wrong with this man? He has failed to understand that he has been forgiven the bigger debt. And now he's taking the advantage of the, the courage that he has that this one owes you. Now I want you to come to the issue of forgiveness, the issue of debt. They owe, if you're owing someone, and uh, he owes me some money, and I say to him, don't pay back the money. Because Matthew is talking about the debt. Don't pay the money. This is what I experience. The first thing I lose. The money that he was owing me, I lose it. So I had the right to choke him and to take him to court to say I need my money. And he had to pay. He has to pay because I gave him the money. So when you forgive, you lose. That's the first thing that you lose. So Matthew wants us to understand that you lose something of value to you. When we seek forgiveness from someone, you have a right, if someone has done something wrong to you, you, you have a right to talk whatever you want in him. But if you putting into practice forgiveness, what it means is you forget or you lose that glory or that strength or that ownership of whatever conversation you can have and that authority that you have on that person. So when you apologize, you lose that. So when you forgive, you lose. The other thing, it hurts. It hurts if I say to you, don't pay the money. I lose the right and the painful things. It, it, feel, it hurts in me to know that what I deserved or what belongs to me, I've let go to him. 
So it hurts. This is the practicality of, 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 of forgiveness. You lose, it hurts to forgive. It is not something that is easy. You lose. As you, like you losing the money, when you are forgiving someone, you lose something. You lose the, you feel the pain in you that this hurts. I had the right to take, to maybe to shout at this person or to take him to court or whatever, but now I let go. Now, it also brings less tasks. When we're talking about uh, uh, stress or when we are talking about uh, uh, someone who owes you, time and again, I have to call him. You remember, you owe me that amount of money. I have to update my statements. And just to be in constant talk with the person, please pay me some money, please pay me my money, and whatever tricks that he, he uses to, 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 to defer whatever he's saying. That is stress. It brings less task. So if I forgive him, I now stop calling him. So I'm out of him. He's just on his own. So what am I saying? If you forgive someone, you get out of the, of the task of being involved with that person. It's a benefit to let go. If you forgive him in terms of the money, that's, that's illustration of money. If I just have forgiven him, now I will no longer have to call him that you have to pay me my money. The other thing, it brings joy to him, the one who owes me. If I forgive him, that you can have the money now. It brings joy to him that, wow, I won't have to pay. But to me, I feel I have lost. I feel the pain of losing the power I have over him. And then it makes me to feel now I have lost it, but I have forgiven him. But the good thing is that because now I've let go of him and I've, I've the task now that I had to time and again call him I no longer do, it brings to me relief. I can now focus on other things. So now, when we come back to the story, Matthew is saying, forgive us our debts. He's using that so we can understand that we have to lose what we have. So when, when we, what am I saying? When you talk about the debtors, there's the debtors, and the, the dead. Let's put God aside. Let's just talk to the debtors now. Because the Bible says, forgive us our debts, that God, that's God's part. Then our part is that we forgive our debtors. I have forgiven him. Now he's my debtor. I have to forgive him. God is making us to understand something out of this. The first thing that he wants us to understand is that forgiveness is not something that is easy to do. You lose. God is training us because he has said you don't have to over and over again sin if he has forgiven you from the sin, but he cannot stop you from doing it again. But if you understand the pressure that it costs you to forgive, you won't keep on coming over and over again. So God is teaching us that what he goes go through when he forgives us, he lets go. He has the power to punish us, but he wants us just to forgive. He forgives us and then he lets go. He forgets it. So he's teaching us a lesson to forgive. The principles of forgiveness is that forgiveness has to be from the heart. The forgiveness has to be in the heart. I can forgive you from my mouth and say, no, I forgive you. But in my heart, it is still there. That is not forgiveness. So you have to let go in your heart. I know some people do things that really hurt us and we feel we deserve to get maybe a fair treatment. But the Bible exhorts us to forgive. It is only when you forgive 
that you will also be forgiven. Why did God put this condition that you have to forgive and then he will forgive you? Because he's teaching us that as people we have a relationship and people actually will hurt you and you have to deal with them. For you to live, because even yourself, you are healed from forgiving people. It helps you to let go. Because it heals you in, from stress that I've let go of the money that he owes me. So Matthew is using the debt. The other thing we have to understand that you need to forgive indefinitely. You can't keep on reminding somebody that you remember on such and such a day, I forgave you for this. But if you forgive, you forgive and forget. Matthew 18 verse 25, it says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother and sister who sins against me? Up to seven times, Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times. It doesn't mean that you have to calculate or count, but it means you have to do it indefinitely. Every time someone does something wrong to you, you seek forgiveness. If he, sorry, if he seeks forgiveness, you have to forgive give that person. Further, Luke 17 verse 3 says, when it talks about if someone comes to seek for repentance from you, you have to forgive that person. Luke 17 verse 3 says, so watch yourself. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repent, forgive them. But if I read from the CEV, it says, so be careful that, so, sorry, so be careful what you do. Correct any followers of mine who sin and forgive the ones who say they are sorry. So if someone comes to you and say, I'm sorry, you have to forgive that person. Regardless of the, of the, of the pain he has caused to you, you can discuss it that you hurt me here and here, but you have to forgive. It heals you. It also helps you in your life. There are times you need to forgive a person even in times where the person hasn't seeked for forgiveness. The person hasn't come to you and say, Mr. Dube, I'm sorry for what I did. But you have to forgive that. Where do we find that? If you, look, look, if you read Luke 23, verse 34, Jesus Christ had to forgive the people who were persecuting him. He said, forgive them, Father, for they not know what they are doing. Now, there are times, I know, Sometimes we feel we have to discuss, I have to be on fire and argue with him such that he understands the wrong. But the Bible is saying to us, you have to forgive the person even when the person has not seeked for forgiveness. It is the most painful part of forgiveness. But the Bible exhorts us to do it. Forgive. I know there are people that have hurt us. Even the little babies, somebody took your pencil or your pen or slept you or said, said whatever that was wrong and you feel angry about it, you have to forgive them. Remember the Bible says in the, in book, in the book of Exodus chapter 14 verse 14 says, the Lord will fight for us. You be quiet for the Lord will fight for us. We are commanded to forgive. Remember Colossians 3 verse 13 says, Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. That's kind of like a command. Colossians chapter 3 verse 13. You have to forgive. It heals you. I'll keep on saying that again. Forgiving someone heals you. Rather, Yes, the person maybe is healed, but you are more healed than the person. So in the issue of debt, you lose. You lose what you had. You lose the, uh, maybe the pride and the glory. You feel belittled. 
Because sometimes you are not wrong, but you have to forgive. The Bible says we have to forgive. And then the other thing that is important that we need to know is that forgiveness requires faith in God. Last week we had a sermon on faith. Are you aware that forgiveness also requires faith? Now, why, 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 should, why am I saying this? Why is you might look foolish to forgive someone and you feel belittled? We need to maintain our faith in God. Know that everything is in his hands. There is a, a, a gentleman who sings a song that in the midst of it, of it all, I was there. That's God speaking. So in all of the midst of the storm, in whatever you felt you were mistreated or ill-treated, God was there. Now, let me come to the faith part. Uh, Romans 12, verse 7 says, says, 17, I'll read from verse 17 to 21, says, Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. It is impossible, sorry, it is, if it is possible, as far as it is depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. In contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, there is the element of faith. You have to believe that God will avenge. Because sometimes we fail to forgive because we don't understand that this is God's part. He is in the midst of it all. Let God deal with the situation. You say, God, I've forgiven Mr. Matsebula. I've forgiven him. And you leave it in the hands of God. That is faith. Your faith in God has to stand that God will deal with the situation. He says, vengeance is mine. Now, the person who did something that was wrong to you, God will deal with that person. If he confesses before God, it is fine. God has paid whatever the debt has been paid by dying of Jesus Christ on the cross. But he can also pay in, in, whilst he's still alive on this earth. But it is God's way of solving the situation. When you have just forgiven the person, it hurts, you have lost your, your pride, you have felt belittled. You, I mean, it, it hurts to forgive someone, more especially if it was in public. You need to forgive that person. The Bible exhorts us that we forgive. If the person who is wrong, is, that debt will be paid. If he repents, it is paid by Jesus Christ dying on the cross. If not, it will be paid in the final judgment. So as Christians, we need to believe that God is involved in our daily lives. Then you can be able to do his work, his word of forgiving. I know we all have issues here. We have of all issues. I mean, issues, some of them are so serious. And you actually you have actually even said in your heart, I will never forget uh, what he did to me and I will never forgive him. But the Bible exhorts us and is telling us to forgive. 
whatever wrong that they did, just give it to the Lord. It is the Lord who will avenge. It is the Lord who will deal with the situation. Open up to him and say, Lord, I've done what you've said. And furthermore, as long as you do God's word, if you forgive the person as God has said, you are also forgiven your sins. It doesn't mean that God cannot forgive you. But he wants, he has made it intentional that you need to forgive. And I will forgive you. Because he is God. So, I know as we come to the end of the session, I want us to know that we have been wronged. We have been wronged. I don't want to lie. Someone did something that is wrong to you. This includes those who came to you and said, I, please, may you please forgive me. And you said, no, I'm still angry with you. I won't forgive you. But there are those who have not even bothered to come to you. You need to forgive them. Regardless of whatever they did to you, and they haven't even taken a step to come to you and say, I am sorry, Mr. Makakula. But you have to forgive them. You have to let go. Forget about like just the issue of a debt. Like a debt signifying like Matthew is saying. Just like the debt, take it. Let it be yours. I want, the money that was mine is no longer mine. So it is a relief of this heavy thing. Just take it. Remember you are a child of God. As we have read in Colossians chapter 3 verse 13. That you have to forgive. We, need to for, we have been commanded to forgive. You need to forgive for you to be forgiven, as we read in Matthew 6, verse 12. To those who have wronged you, you know it. If you have wronged someone, and you know that you have done something wrong, if the Holy Spirit reminds you, take the courage to go and seek forgiveness. I know sometimes we say, no, I've corrected things with God. When I've sorted things with God, there's no problem for me to discuss it with him. But the Bible is telling us we have to seek forgiveness. Seek for forgiveness, you will be forgiven. Amen. I don't know who here has been wronged in which way, and which person or who have you wronged, and what rights you have over the issue or over the case. Because sometimes you are on the right side and you feel, I'm on top. I don't need to do anything unless he comes to me or whatever. The Bible is saying to us, we have to forgive. In other words, even if you are praying, seeking for forgiveness from God, because one of the things we've taken the word of God so lightly or for granted such that we have overstepped some of the verses. Some people will say, no, I won't forgive him for this. And they go and ask God and seek for forgiveness from God. But he has said, forgive us our sins as we forgive. Some verses they say, some versions they say, hey, we are forgiven. Some say, as we forgive. So in other words, it's a process that is continuous, that you forgive people. It's not going to say, it's not unlike I'm forgiving him today, there's nothing that's, you, that's going to happen that will need forgiveness. But it means you have to do it habitually to forgive people. It hurts. You lose your pride. You lose your glory. You, you, you are belittled. But the Bible commands that we have to forgive. And as we forgive, let us know that we do it in faith. Knowing that God is in the midst of it all. 
is in the midst of the issue. He was there when whatever they did to you hurt. He was there and he understand it better. The pain or the hurt that is in you. Have faith in him. God has forgiven him and let God deal with the issue, the issue in his own way. Because the mistake that we do is that I want God to deal with him in this way. Such that I can see that he's paying for what he did to me. That's not how God works. Let it be in God. God can deal with the person in the heart without you seeing. He can work on him intensely. Some will actually resist to come to you until they die. But some will eventually come. Have you heard someone coming to you and say, I'm sorry for what I did? Even sometimes we're not even aware that the case is still on, but you forgave the person a long time ago. Sometimes you, you, I've had situations where I'd have to go to someone and say, I apologize for this. And the person says, no, I didn't even put it in my mind. I forgave you that very time. The person has been happy, but I've been stressed and had this load that I have to seek forgiveness. So forgiveness is important. It heals. It, it's, it's, it's painful to do, but you have to do it because God has said it. Well, we have come to the end of the program. I believe the word of God has ministered to you and your life has been changed. There are now things that you know you have to change or people you have to forgive and where you have to go and seek forgiveness for the things that you have done. I pray that the Lord be with you as you fix those issues and you become a person who is free and you enjoy your walk with God. May the Lord richly bless you. Goodbye.